Hello, and welcome back to During Business Hours. My name's Christopher. And I'm Eric. And this is your show. Uh, so yesterday, we got some horrible news. Horrible news? Ungodly horrible. Ungodly horrible news? What are, what, what are the three things I probably talk about in the comic book cartoon childhood space? Uh, I know your top two would have to be Superman. That's your number one. Mm-hmm. That's your guy. And number two, you talk a lot about the the Power Rangers. Yep. So Jason David Frank is the green slash white ranger to most people. Uh, passed away yesterday. I'm not sure if it was yesterday, but the statement says that yesterday he passed away or he was found. The news came out yesterday that he mm-hmm. had unfortunately passed. Oh, man. I, I, I did not need to hear that yesterday. Like I was, I was having drama with family, drama with life, moving. Well, everything was great, but you know the little dramas of getting ready to leave shit behind. You know, it's funny. I I just saw a clip of a he was working on a movie similar to Power Rangers, The Legend of the White Dragon, mm-hmm. and uh, it looked like he was happy giving support and mental health aid to other people. I don't know how to say it without seeming like an asshole, but from all the reports, it seems like it was self-harm. Everything I'm posting on Instagram. I don't know if you saw my, did you see my post on Instagram? I took a picture from a guy named Boss Logic had created this, what looked like the epitome of me as a kid. And I'll put it up here. So you guys can see. So he makes similar to Beeple, right? He makes cartoons and and things on a daily basis. I did see that. Okay. But he's hired by Marvel and DC. So it's not very Beeple-esque. It's very. It's he's the, he does the same medium of art, not the freedom that. Yeah. Like, like he makes very, like he worked on, I guess, Black Panther and a couple other movies, but he does stuff like this where it's like the ball has rotted into like kicked or is into the, the, the trophy being cast aside. I have no idea. Like they're together and you know, end of an era for two icons of the game, so on and so forth. Um, but like stuff like this, Taylor Swift <laughs> with a Taylor Swift. <laughs> so shit like this is just hilarious. And all his stuff is more humor than darkness. Like people, but you see, <laughs> well, people makes the fucked up shit. This guy looks like he just makes cool things. Yeah. He He's makes not trying to be edgy or, but his name is look. Kodar, uh, AKA boss logic. He started a deviant art. Um, and why he does worked. he look like, uh, it, yeah. the, um, my buddy. No, Dud? no, no, no. This movie looks Game, like. of Th- Game of Thrones. Jon Snow. Oh, best the friend. best friend. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he does stuff like this. Right. And so he made that picture. And I decided, I was like, there's nothing more. I had run into this before finding out about uh, Jason David Frank's death. Mm-hmm. So I had seen this yesterday. And I was and you like, didn't even, didn't really read it. doesn't really I didn't look read like it or anything. anything. Yeah. So I went back and I was like, where was that? And it, it stated, grew up wanting to be you, even changed my favorite to green. Till this day, it's still my favorite. It is an honor and a privilege to work with you. And I am broken. I never got to show my my love in person. Rest in peace, Jason. So, dude, that broke me down. I did not understand. And so when I saw all the stuff people were putting out, I've met him twice in my life. And uh, once was in passing. Once was in um, like an ant sack anime show 
five, six years ago, mm-hmm. both times I could not express how cool it was to meet the the hero, the guy who like the guy behind the hero, the the guy who shaped. Like you know, they have some say in who they are on screen, like to a degree. But even the way they deliver it, even if they don't exactly. have to say, yeah. you could still always bring your personality to a character. He, he was that guy, like searching for for goodness in in a way, and so like to well, me, the, it the was nuts. Green and you know him becoming the White Ranger later wasn't it always a, a path of redemption? Like exactly, a, I, make, making the most out of what you've been dealt. Like it's it, it he was, didn't it have bad. an easy journey, but he made the most of it. So I made a post. I took the the comments. I disabled all the likes. Everything. So. It's, um, I don't know, I thought it was tasteful, but somebody had reached out and said that I had stolen the art. And I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck. You didn't credit the artist. I didn't credit anyone. Art by Mr. Man. If anyone sees that picture Uh and does not feel an emotion before, like a, oh, who drew that? Go fuck yourself. Because it's a kid. It's literally just a kid wanting to be something. Belonging to that artist. Exactly. I understand that. But in time, it wasn't meant to be money, gain, fame, none of that shit. So I tagged the artist, whatever, did all that. Sorry for it. But, man, the the post on Facebook, I think I did a little bit more justice to the idea. So I said, I was so pissed when my son opened all my favorite childhood collectibles, but eventually figured, why the hell do I care? I must have saved them from him for him. Because he comes in and he'll open all the boxes. He'll grab all the stuff. Anything he, took, he hasn't already ripped apart. If he's in here and you're over here, he comes over and begs me for it. He's like, that, that, said, that said okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like yeah, bring two. him in. Bring him in. But so he got my, I had a pack from like six Christmases ago. That was like, my brother had got me a bunch of Green Ranger stuff, a bunch of Power Ranger stuff. And it was a stand with this Power Ranger, um, the Green Ranger blowing on his dagger, you know, calling... His sword. It was, like the, it was the flute or whatever. For yeah. Sword. And so my son, he always tried to bite the dagger. I took the dagger off, took the little stand off, but he can stand the guy up. So he likes it. And so I said, turns out this was the first of, and his favorite. Always has it on the ready. Had it with him today when I went looking for it. Plays with it constantly. And if I hide it on a place or stand it with the dagger, now he climbs to get it. That I was informed today that Jason David Frank has passed. I don't know how it happened. Doesn't affect my memory of him. The internet instantly goes to his troubles and forgets what someone like him has done to create a generation of green ranger, white ranger boys and girls who wanted to change the world and be better than what they were. He will forever be the ranger in my mind and anyone he's touched, the man who showed us who we could be it all seems so attainable at, at that age. I've never really been affected by the passing of a childhood hero, but this one clearly hurts the most uh, because I remember wanting to be him for so long. I molded most of my being as a young kid around Tommy, me and my brother playing outside as Rangers or our first playground fight against bullies pretending to be Rangers against them. So yes, this one hurts. RP, uh, you know, RIP Jason David Frank in a picture of that toy. And he's supposed to be holding the, the dagger. But so when I went to look for this, my son was asleep with this in the living room. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. He had it. So I, I just thought it was. It's like it's like he knew. No, something. it was just, it was sad. <laughs> it was sad, man. It was just one of those things. But um, it was crazy. Jason um, touched lives, man. 
the the idea that these people are saying, oh, he killed himself. You know, it must be so hard when you're a millionaire, billionaire doing this, that. He didn't own the IP. He didn't own his own IP at certain times. He was going through a lot of shit. A lot of these actors don't have that much money. He, he never went, made that If much you money. haven't heard his story, you need to read. There, there's autobiographies and things that he's co-wrote, co-chaired. Man, he's got a story. He was a fighter. It really got him out of some bad times. Then he went and did a lot of other things and mentored. And, you know, God, it, it can bring a grown man to tears, the shit that he has tried to do for other people. But I don't think he, he like, for all the outlets and all the help, imagine being a man who has everything and then still having no out is so crazy to me. Like he is, I understand he's on a pedestal where he's like, oh no, I'm the man. But still, you got to have somebody. You got to have somebody. <sighs> that the idea of getting so far in wherever you're at or whatever place and then still offing yourself is like fucking crazy. Well, it's how far some people get pushed. It's, it's, it's a sad day. Support men need to talk about their bullshit. On to other drama. Um, so everyone in what's called our repair industry mm-hmm. is aware of Repair Desk. Repair Desk is a CRM software, customer management software. Customer resource management. Yeah. And it, it basically texts you, does things, tracks inventory, does payroll, does all kinds of things, takes credit cards via Blockchip. If you can take notes, it does your customer contact and your holds inventory management. All the for data. You. It steals everything. It puts it all the way in India. Just saying. Their servers, not in the US. We paid them twelve hundred dollars. I was I was flying high when crypto was up uh twenty twenty. And I was like, all right, cool, you know, made some money, did my thing. Let's pay them twelve hundred bucks. I hated the software. Didn't ask for a refund. Burned twelve hundred dollars out of my pocket. Said, you know what? I'm just never going to install it. Well, basically, I tried to install it, but I never could line up times, and they were really difficult to work with. And they're not, you know, they're like sixteen hours ahead and forward and back. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll just burn the twelve hundred bucks. It's a hundred bucks a month. I'll make that tomorrow. Yeah. At the time, it was an easy thing to like cut it off, unplug the shit, throw it away. I had zero contracts with them. I hadn't even signed the paperwork. I had paid them the deposit to get the all the shit handled. No contracts. They had my bank account and routing number for the credit card processing to deposit two charges, one withdrawal, one debit. Mm-hmm. So they verify the bank account. Yeah. It's been two fucking years, two years. And I see the posts in their groups, never an issue. It's, um, it's, it's always somebody's bitching about something. They fix it. They bitch, they fix it. Oh, they remove something and a bunch of people bitch. And then they're like, Oh, okay. Well, you're tough shit. Okay. Take a little while to remove something else. Oh, a bunch of people. Okay. They remove something else. Yeah. This time. I didn't even know there was something in the background. Everyone's talking about FTX. If you didn't know FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried fucked a bunch of people with Alameda Research Group, stole billions of dollars. That's all you need to know. And still, he went to another YouTube channel and said that he had $22 billion to give away to charity. Whole other issue. On to repair desk and Usman Butt. Mr. Boot. Mr. Boot. Mr. Boot. Talk about it. Has a contract with a company called Blockchip. Blockchip processes the credit card company uh, that processes the on the blockchain, 0% cost for anyone who's with RepairDesk. 
I thought it was a great fucking deal. Absolutely. You want to know how great of a deal it was? Sign me up. I'll never use it. It's fantastic. No cost to me. As long as I don't use it, holler at your boy. I'm done. Two years go by. Two years. And I can't believe that it took a Facebook post to tell me to check my bank account. Because everyone's been scuffuddled out of $295 even. 295.00. And here's the name of the company. EPX dot 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 cancellation dot 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 final fee. Really weird name. It's so insane. Apparently they changed the, the whole back end providers who deal with this and they canceled their, their contract. So they went to another provider and got the contract and new contract, whatever. Nothing on the end user, nothing on me, no egg on my face. I don't need to know about it. Don't need to be informed about it. Nothing. That's your business. No interruptions. No interruptions. It's like Xfinity got sued by X, Y, and Z drama over there. My internet's still on. I just keep paying my bill. Nobody gets, unless it doesn't involve me, I don't need to know. What do you mean I got charged $295 for what? I well, even use your services. It turns out there's 60,000 people who have been using Repair Desk. 60,000 users. Can we get that? the math yeah. on $300 times 60,000 users? $299.95. Million? No, this is, I was just confirmed. It was the two nine five dot zero zero. Or two nine. So then, even two hundred ninety five dollars, even no taxes, no exchange, just a a digital kiss. Five by sixty thousand. Sam Bankman Fried. Uh, seventeen point seven million dollars. So in a fortnight. No, not, not in, what, a, no. in in, in but in, a moment. In but a moment. They have swindled because they have access to people's bank accounts who don't even use it. They have charged $17 million and run off and run off. So we all went to Facebook. What else are we to do? Twas, but not a choice. Twas the right thing to do. And we bitched at Usman because he's the one we're in contact and contract with. Oh, Usman said this after he got berated in the groups. Blockchip has been made aware of an issue where you might have received a bill from EPX. Not a bill. You stole money from us. We believe you have received this bill in error and are working with EPX to solve this matter. We are committed to solving this issue in the highest priority and we will provide daily updates till it's solved. In the meantime, if you have received this bill, please email proof to support at blockchip.com. That's it. That's it. A company you're partnered with just stole nearly, we'll, we'll be graceful, say half that. Half the users are subscribers. Five million. We'll say five million at $5 the minimum. Million. $5 million like that. And your response is, we got a bill. We got a fucking bill, Usman? No, this is fraud. This is wire fraud. This is bank fraud. This is intent to commit a fraud. It would have been charged and reversed immediately because on their end, let me tell you how the banking works for you know their end. They open the books. They say, hey, we need to transfer money from a user. Oh. Hold on one quick. A user who owes us money. Okay, so it'll be debited on the 12th. On the 12th, they say, all right, let's petition this bank. I'm just going, dumbing it down. 
okay, well, we took too much. Okay, let's give it back. Because they're still looking at it at the moment of that transaction. They're not just automating it saying, hey, everyone's, let's click all. No, they're doing this and setting parameters per transaction across thousands of users, especially when it's not a automated subscription. Do you want to know why PayPal knows when something's on a subscription-based transaction? Is because when you make the, the purchase, there's a, a security or like a credential that says, hey, they have signified that this is a monthly transaction. They're aware of it. This is the law. This is what it is. This is a random bill where they took bank account and routing numbers and manually entered them. That's what it is. It's a charge. It's not a subscription. It's not on a, 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 a contract or any of that stuff. This is a company who entered this information they manually. Payment info and keyed it in. And keyed it in. Because A, I'm not a user. B, I was never online with my data with them. They just have your payment info from the payment you made. So they just dug through the record. Exactly. So it's been manually entered. So there is a willful crime here. What I'm saying is, say 30,000 people, say 15,000 people, fucking 10 people. If 10 people get together, this is a class action lawsuit. 300 just cost you 10 million. It's 22 comments on here. That's all. I already know. I I asked people to start reaching out to me. I've been getting messages all day. There's over 60 people I know about that have gotten these messages. This is factual. 60 people that have gotten this $300 charge. It, it's a slam dunk. And all I, I'll, here's the, this won't go up till probably Wednesday. I'm going to give them seven days because my legal demand tomorrow will be, hey, I want my payment within seven days, which is three to seven business days, whatever, which is legally allowed. You fucked up. Cool. Here's my written notice. Seven days. That's all that a lawyer needs. Starts discovery, starts subpoenas, it is how big money people in their companies fuck up. They do something stupid and then we get paid because a, I don't feel comfortable having this bank account no more and it runs my entire fucking business. Mm-hmm. So that is nine years of creation, dedication at risk. Now at risk, there is six people's livelihoods at risk. that now, Oh God, payroll, all kinds of other things. There's a million things that now that costs me money to change and you're liable. And Usman, you're helping them in the wrong way on this, especially if you're trying to work it out, do better because you're liable on this too. So it's your ass as well. Fix it. Time's running out. On to happier notes. We got we got free money today. What free was it? money? Yeah, free money. You get your check from the we we. You worked on it too. No, I'm not seeing a penny on that. Oh, so would you need a penny? I'd always love a penny. Okay, I'll take my standard twelve point two percent commission and uh, be on my way. <laughs> How funny if I just give you twelve hundred and fifty bucks? It was like, okay, cool. Um, Be a very merry Christmas. <laughs> it's a bon- you know, it's funny. We have to discuss bonuses anyway. But so let's get back to where we got this from before yeah. anyone else. We got a check for ten thousand dollars. 
going from $300 to 10,000. I understand. But if you're sticking with us, it's been an interesting day. Um, so we got a check for 10 grand from the, what was it? The auditor's office. It's the, whatever the, it's the actual California's like auditors. I forget the actual office, but that is the people. If you have tax issues, uh, payment issues, licensing issues, it goes to their office and then they kick it down to Sacramento and then Sacramento goes and fixes it. This is the official California's uh, business auditors. They're the ones who took that 1% that we bitch about all the time, uh, 1.35, et cetera. And then we ended up sending them a check for $100 check for like 90, check 90, check mm-hmm. 90, whatever. So it ended up being like 400 bucks for two years worth of taxes that we didn't pay, that we didn't know existed. It didn't exist until this lady never paid it, but we've been in business <clears throat> two years, but you know, they only go back so far. So legally they can only ask for two years. That's our far. That's cool. But we had applied for like what? 10 grants back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, there's a bunch of free money we never used give it on like let me have it turns out we got approved for two we got a 10 grand check when was it april i think april april may april may mm-hmm. we got ten thousand bucks and we we're like cool i bought that cnc machine for six thousand didn't open it again wrote it off empty money whatever just mm-hmm. it's sitting over there i want to get to oklahoma when i have more free time cool um but we got it today i was so fucking excited I, it, I really didn't think this check existed. Didn't I haven't cashed it yet? Well, so we, we watch didn't it be fake anyway. Anything for a year. We got an email that said you're getting your money. Please wait six to eight months, and then we're weeks, like weeks, weeks, or weeks. Yeah, and then we're like, well, this is never arriving. Oh well. Yeah, like okay, we've been awarded a thing, but we also confused it with the earlier award because it's the same place, mm-hmm. different grant. But then all of a sudden, it came from the the auditor's office. So I don't know if it had to go through them and we had to pay those back taxes for them to release it. That makes more sense to me. It'd be cool to have gotten a letter that says you're approved. Please settle. Did we ever get a letter for the bills that we had in the first place? That was the issue why we didn't have to pay penalties if you didn't watch the other video. Um, But it's, it's one of those things where Sacramento is so fucked up that their paperwork that has to be hand paper, hand mailed in, takes six months to get there and then they bill you interest on it. But I don't get it, is we we've been getting, we get the bill and then the day right after we get the, Oh, you waited three weeks too long to pay this like overdues. The IRS does the same thing, but I am smart enough. I've started doing certified letters on everything. I want a receipt. You want paper receipts? You need I certified letter. tracking. The only person who doesn't care is my landlord. That's the uh, the one who wants paper invoice for everything. Um, they want checks, you know, so they're paper checks, no bank transfers, no nothing. And I'm like, no, you need. I could set them digital. up with a payment portal, one percent fees. You <clears throat> do online e checks. It would be so much easier, but they don't do it. I don't know why. But all they don't of a sudden, lose one percent of not, not having any dimes. problems. I've talked to them about the lights and all the other things. If you didn't know. My ex's sister's company does property management, hundreds, hundreds, probably thousands of properties in Sacramento, and every one of them uses an e-payment, and they have little to no issues with people making payment. You do 
cash money, check money. You know, it takes all all payment methods, processes. It, it's very easy to do. You can get this stuff done for very less fees than we pay through Square. I just and realized then, you're not center in your camera. But it, it's so crazy to me that all that, we finally got the check. And I'll, I'll take and cash it tonight. Mm. So I'll cash it tomorrow. It's 451. But it, it's so funny how you really, it wasn't a thing. Like we didn't need it. It wasn't a, the first one was a blessing. It came at a right time where I was like, I could use an extra 10 grand. But I had one at the casino the other night that paid for all my bills for a month. Like that. And I was like blessed when that happened. So it was free money. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm in a thousand bucks I brought to the casino. We don't usually go to the casino. So it's one of those things we've cut way back on, way back on. And uh, it was hilarious that all of a sudden we got another $10,000. And, you know, I made a comment on my vlog the other day. The harder you work, the luckier you get. You think that's true? Not necessarily. <laughs> I know people who work really hard and get hit by cars, you know? Yeah, but it's something about it, man. Like, as soon as... Yeah, it's like you speak... What is that? Affirmations. You speak shit into existence. That's the... I forgot what that's called, too. But the, the manifestation? Yeah, manifest manifestation. destiny. Man, manifest destiny. Manifest destiny. You want to go west? Is that what it is? No, man. No, yeah, man. It's self, manifestation. Because you're, you're like self-affirming, right? You're using affirmations to manifest to the, the outcome you want. It's crazy. All of a sudden, just money falling from the sky. Like, okay. Especially, it's so ironic that that fucking department, the one that sent the checks, had accosted us for a year. A year about these these. 1% adjustments they assumed we owed $8,000 every four months. Eric here had to persuade the teller that we did not owe as much as they thought. We also had to word down what we actually work on and what's well, they, equipment versus what's... Uh, I didn't persuade them. We literally didn't owe as much as they thought we did because they just assumed but we they kept had... Pushing. They assumed we had $10,000 in inventory, 1% inventory. And in our counting of the our worst year, worst year, biggest biggest year, most products, most sales, most whatever, it was would have been about eight grand each. So they were going to overcharge us on four years... By two, they were going to bill us a whole extra year worth of stuff on top of oh, yeah. what we owed. So and then the next year, it would have been the same though. Yeah, depreciation would have been what ten percent of that. They didn't depreciate anything. It was ten grand, ten grand, ten grand, ten grand. That's just, what they did. Just to operate in Sacramento, you got to understand. Just to open a business, you owe one percent tax on all, not including the forty percent you're paying yeah. to the government. Yeah, an extra one percent just because they're like, you know, hey, the little guy's got to get. You paid. exist here. This stuff was in your business in Sacramento. 1% tax. That's crazy. But it felt so good. I think that's where my excitement came from, that we got this check and it had their name on it. I thought they were sending another bill. It looked like another bill. Thick envelope, pink front. This has got to be a bill. And I'm like, oh, Eric, here we go. Another bill from the auditors. Slip. He ripped it open. I'm like doing a message and I, you're like, <laughs> I, I could not understand. I was so shocked. I was. I. I, I can't tell you how shocked I was. It was I, people getting ten grand for free. I understand, but still, it's one of those things where it's like, God damn! Finally, we're winning. 
you know? This like, is also stuff that was supposed to pay out in the middle of COVID that they've just been backlogged. Yeah, this whole and time. everyone's talking about, uh, was it, uh, employee retention credits. People are getting like tens of thousands of dollars back. What are, what are the people doing who get these credits for employees who have long since lost because they can't pay them now? Like, a lot of people are getting the, the pay, not paycheck protection, that's over, but they're, they're oh, other no, paycheck protection stuff. is still going on. Uh, people's applications from back in the day just delayed or whatever in certain states. But like, what do you do? Hey, Carl, uh, here's the three grand I owed you. Please come back to work. Like <laughs> they, they have to offer the position. Yeah. Like, so the paycheck protection, that's part of it. You have to offer the position back to the person. If they decline it, I think there's a uh, portion that goes to the EDD or whatever. And you have to return. Um, or at least that should, how it goes, unless I just made that up. But I think I heard that. I'll have to look into it. The, um, there was a point where, you would get a retention credit or a benefit for holding these employees. Cause we held everyone down. We could, we paid everyone out slow or high. It got really busy luckily, but in March to April, we could have closed. If, if I didn't have reserve money or if I wasn't stupid in my gambling, which funded a majority of this business in April, everyone could have lost their job. Absolutely. You guys, none of you guys knew how desolate the bank account was at the time. Cause back then I wasn't so open about it, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where I had like 2,500 bucks in the account one week. And I was like, do I close? I just paid everyone out. All the bills are paid. It's either we're going to do really well in the next two weeks or I got to tell them to go home. And then I think it was like two days later, we got an order for 10 iPads. I was like, Oh shit. And they're paying, uh, what was it? end frame fees uh or what was it augmentation fees that was, the, shit. that was when san juan resumed the, the that contract. wasn't san juan that was somebody no? else that was uh was that the carpenter Ace, Ace logistics or yeah whatever? yeah yeah carpentry like their shit mm-hmm. and so it, it was one of those times where it was like shit was rough everyone was in fear and we're like hey we got to apply for covid money but it just exploded at that point and we just didn't care like it was nonstop. It was because we had everything. We had all the stock and inventory we needed. Everything was paid. It wasn't like we were broke. It was that the money side in the bank was so low from paying all this stuff out that now we were on when like everything's, we cleared the way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We, we finally, now we get to yield the result. That's what I was looking for. Um, so yeah, now it was just like tending to the garden and yielding the result. And then for the next, what, two months, it was pure profit into the bank account. But man, we were 10x our normal intake uh, May and June. It was wild there for a minute. It was wild. So yeah, there was a lot of work. And then those employees, luckily everyone stayed on until what, 2021 we started losing people because other jobs paid more. The increase in revenue everywhere, I didn't want to pay. Hell no, I didn't want to pay more than $12 an hour. And the good old days of paying people 10 to $12 an hour. Management got $12 an hour. That was so good. Made so much money. Nowadays, everyone's making 19 to, you know, what is it? Three, three, three 50. Three, three 50. Three Yeah. The last man here was a goddamn Loch Ness monster. <laughs> We're not going to go there. We're not going. Uh, I don't know if that's from something, but that's very close to something. So the money is is granted great, but those 
credits that people are getting, I wonder if we should apply because there's probably 200,000 in, in payroll over that time. People got overtime, people got bonuses, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, cool. We should apply for it. Especially because these grants are coming through. If you don't, if you're in your area, if you don't have grants, look into it. There's probably free money on the table. I never knew that. As a business owner, I'm learning every day. Eric here got a recommendation from somebody else, and that's why we started looking into grants. And I said, yeah, we should do that. Um, I think it was Facebook. Somebody said something on Facebook, and I mentioned it. Mm. And you had mentioned something before that, and then I was like, yeah, look into it, do it. And it just skyrocketed. But yeah, it's a it's a resource because shit, that's 20 grand this year on the books as a, it's kind of like a donation. It's not it's an like, income because it, it's a grant directly <laughs> from local or state government. These are yeah, from, so it should be one is from Sacramento, income. one is from California. Yeah, so it's non-taxable income similar to. You were tell them you made it. That makes up for the these oh, 10 yeah. grand that came <laughs> out of nowhere. And then they, they're like, you lucky dog, you. It's not like the, the $200. If you haven't seen the video donation, we did at Togo's Eric had uh, nominated Togo since we go there so much. If you cannot see, you know, we, we love Togo's. We love the beef. Um, so it goes from there, but boy, it's, it's been an interesting week. The last fun thing of the day that I really thought was going to be, above and beyond was the the logitech guy so first thing this morning eric and me are sick my family's sick i'm getting on the tail end of it the nasal as you can hear me now it does not sound normal breathing whatever we're not contagious so it's not like covid where it's x y and z it's it sucks But so Eric wasn't feeling well enough to get here on time this morning. So I got here like 20 minutes late because usually I'll come in at noon. And uh, so I get a call from a guy at 1025 when I got here. And it was the worst conversation. Off the bat, I'm nasally trying to blow my nose, trying to deal with customers, had a couple of people in on the front end. And I answer the phone, hey, can I put you on hold for a second? I think it was two minutes, not even two minutes And this guy out the back is like, hey, this is so-and-so with the wheel. Okay. I know who you are. How's it going? What can I do for you? Well, yeah. What's going on? I don't know. I'm not the one who's working on it. I remember your name. So I know what. Okay, let me check the notes. The notes have everything up to Saturday. Apparently, we called this gentleman and said. Or he called us to ask what was going on with it on Saturday. And that was when I was like, oh, we left you a message. You know, are you going, did you get the message? And he was like, yeah. And the message was, hey, we need you to bring your console and game in. We we tried it with our PC, all of our PCs, all of our games. None of the games support this accessory. So we need your stuff because we know it's supposed to work. You had your issues, but other than the wheel having a problem, he has no issue with his PlayStation, no issue with Gran Turismo or whatever. Five or something. Yeah, Gran Turismo 5. So I was like, oh. You got the message. Are you going to bring the stuff by? And he was like, I'm going to stop you right there. I am paying you guys an exorbitant amount of money for you to repair my device. And I was told up front that you can and will test this in shop without any input from me. For the price I'm paying, I am not taking another trip out there unless it's to pick up my repaired device. And that's when I was like, oh, well... In the message, you know, we're telling you we tried all of that and it's not working. <coughs> if you could bring it by, you know, 
we'll be able to work on it, test it, make sure it's fine. We've done the repair, we replaced the device, we hooked up the things, we did the double check, there's continuity, we're having this issue. And he... It's it's a Logitech G923 uh, VR steering wheel. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it'll randomly spin to the left, like stick drift. These don't have a potentiometer. They have a circuit board that controls that. That's mm-hmm. more of a signal meter. It's digital. Cool. Great. The older ones had potentiometers. They would go so far to the left, so far to the right. This one free spins for so long. So the signal is being bad. We assumed that signal from that board, bad. We assumed. In this industry, it is cheaper to quickly order a part and swap it to test than it is to actually dive in and learn this whole system for 16 hours. Mm-hmm. It's just not viable. So it's like, okay, let's order this part. We can return it. We'll test it. We'll waste two hours. Well, we got to that point and we're like, hey, you want it done today because he had called. The only way that happens is, A, if you live five minutes down the road, like you said originally. He, you, he kept saying it's 45-minute drive, but the address he gave us for the file is less than five minutes away. We said, hey, bring your system in. You got preloaded, Gran Turismo, VR, et cetera. Maybe there's a reason why it won't plug in and recognize on our system. I've had uh, old steering wheels in the past when the drivers some would not some kick games in. have uh, it needs to be your profile, not your profile disabled peripheries. We exactly, steal yeah. your or thing. they won't work in menu, so on and so forth. But yeah. we're not specialists on these things. We are great at a lot of things. We are not specialists in like every single thing. Like we said, I've done five or six of these in the last three years. It's not our go-to thing. We'll fix it for you. It's a cheap fix. It's like forty bucks we're making. Any more than two hours on this, and it's a waste of my money and time. But we'll do it because we're close to you and we're convenient. Out the gate on this phone call, I tell him the notes, and he's like, no, you don't know what's going on here. I want to speak to the manager or the owner. Okay, I'm the owner. Unfortunately, I'm not aware that there was an issue. I know that they had stopped because it would be more convenient for you to bring yours by, or we can run and buy a game, install it, and then go through that. But it's more convenient if you did that. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's just not how it was. I'm not paying for that. I could have paid $20 less and done it myself at home. Why am I going to you in the first place? I've got a business of 26 years. 26 years. Do you know what that means? I've been in business for almost 30 years. And this business is huge i'm not saying how big it is but if i wanted to say something or do something well it would be bad and i'm like excuse me Did you ever say what his business was no it, it sounds like he makes like tiny little dildos like tiny little dildos for gi joes like hey boys that's a niche market that's a niche market hey boys do your thing but this guy inflated his own ego in this conversation like he had so much power and i was just like i'll put it back together and give it back to you i don't care you caught me on a monday my fucks were broken 10 minutes before the call and it was so great because i was like i'll put it back together and give it back to you and you can just have it and go somewhere else or fix it yourself oh the diagnostic is non-refundable and dude he lit off like a chinese new year firecracker it was to another level compared to what you saw when he came in 
it was night and day. I almost put my arm through a wall. Like I legitimately, and when you walked in, I was like, oh, you, I was 30 seconds from putting the entire length of this arm to the shoulder through drywall. He's done it before. I have an anchor problem. We've talked about this. But the point being, this guy got me, kept threatening, insisting, saying that this was our fault. This entire thing, him three trips, et cetera. He's made two trips. Wants to get a quote. Wants to check on it. We didn't tell him to come out. And so I'm like, hey, yeah, come out. And all of a sudden he lives 45 minutes when his address is five minutes down the road. So we assumed casual talkers that this was an easy thing. Great. Sorry, bud. We thought you were right down the street. And this was like, oh, just driving it by a great local business. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We're very transparent that this is not something that we are mentally on every day. It is not our non diploma We do not know the inside of this, like the back of our hand or anything. We can if do- we were experts in anything, we'd make far more money doing that than we I do. Know, yeah. <laughs> we are we are an electronic shop. We love tearing shit apart. We love learning new stuff. We learn it, but we don't see it over and over again. The things that we know are cell phones, computers, laptops. Dude, I, I can tell you the circuit board of an iPhone 7 better than the back of my hand. But that's the problem is like I've spent more time on that than probably the back of my hand staring. But that's what I'm trying to divvy up and be like, okay, the time there is different. This guy, he got me to a place that I just don't like to go to anymore. And the point being, after all that, he ended up bringing in the fucking game. Because I was like, hey, listen, we are here to help. And they needed a very short conversation with him for someone who had very stern words for the owner of this establishment. It was it was so stark. It was like I talked to a lion over the phone. I talked to a lion. And that Labrador showed up? A fucking poodle came through that door. Poodles, poodles are meaner than Labradors. So, dude, I'm t- I talked to a Shih Tzu. Those are I, nasty little yeah. dogs. Yeah. All of a sudden, it sounded like a lion. It was a Shih Tzu. And then when he came in, it was a poodle. You know what I mean? He he talked a big game. All kinds of threats. Real loud, real proud. 26-year business. This is just bad business. Even though I'm like, hey, listen, we're doing everything we said we would do. We're only charging you 40 bucks on top of a $200 part. It's not a big deal. I'll give it back to you. We still make 40 bucks, win, lose, or draw. That's our diagnostic on this. Sorry, bud. We're doing you a favor. Not today, I guess. We're not some white glove service. Still brought the game in. And I'm like, well, because I can go buy the game. Then it'll take nine hours. We'll just do this whole thing back again. I don't want to send you home with it. And then you're upset. I'm not going to release it like that. And it's it's so crazy. When he comes in, he's like, oh, you're Chris. Okay, nice to meet you. I'm like, I think we got off on the wrong foot. Because it just seemed like he was laid back long black hair mm-hmm. hippie old guy like relaxed 26 year business or not i don't know if he's in the cannabis business or whatever it is it was not what i expected i had never met him in person until then and i was like listen everyone's got a case in the mondays people have been sick it's not a fun thing the notes weren't updated from saturday so that's the miscommunication when i had asked you if you want me to go to the notes here's what i had found you got angry he apologized. I apologized. It's fantastic. We're working on the fucking thing again. So, uh, yeah, we we connected it after the game. It still doesn't work. We think we got a bad board. That's the end of the story. Yeah, but 
I completely rushed to a, like a bad place after he had got me there. And then we both fed off of each other. It was horrible. It's horrible start to a Monday and we're ending here. So I appreciate you all joining me. There's the story arc. Like, comment, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later.